What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we'll be breaking down, again, a little bit more details with the Chicago Bulls schedule. We'll also talk about other teams' schedule and how it compares to the Chicago Bulls. A rumor for Vooch for Duncan Robinson. Where do the Bulls rank amongst the Central Division teams this upcoming season? And lastly, who is the Bulls' big, biggest secret weapon? We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, to add a little bit more color to talk about the schedule, because uh, we did get some comments in it. So, the Bulls do have the 11th hardest strength of schedule and are tied with the Nets for the hardest strength of schedule with uh, from playoff teams last season. Now, Atlanta and Cleveland, uh, they have the third and fifth easiest schedules in the NBA. And Toronto has the 11th easiest schedule amongst those former playoff teams as well. Now, that has led me naturally to think like, all right, well, we, we know the strength of schedule, right? We know... Where that sits, uh, we know that it's going to be a difficult uh, uh, stretch for the Chicago Bulls. They have it's a little bit more balanced up front, a little bit easier in the middle. But then the last part of the Bulls schedule does get considerably more tough. So how does that rank uh, for the Chicago Bulls? How are they going to to deal with this? The amount of rest that they're going to need, the amount of back to backs that they have, you know, having those fifteen back to backs um, in the NBA, which is the the tied for, for for the most with that they're in a four way tie with a couple of teams for the most back to backs in the NBA next season and so like I think a lot's being made about this right and yes we know that the Bulls have schedule uh, have a tough schedule they're gonna have some of the least amount of rest uh from teams but at the end of the day the thing with that that it is is that listen Every team goes through to a degree. Yeah, is, is there some discrepancy there? Yes, there's a lot of it, especially when you look at other teams or the playoff teams, things like that, how how traveled the Bulls are going to be, uh, the fact that they're going to come into a lot of the back-to-backs having the, the rest disadvantage, which we talked about on, on yesterday's episode. All those things are true. And while they're going to be tested early, the Chicago Bulls, I think, sometimes forget that we forget, or fans, that we forget that this team, when fully healthy now, if, if they are they going to be fully healthy is the, is the question, we're one of the deeper teams in the NBA now one could say quality depth is different right but I think sometimes we forget that at the beginning of the season even after Patrick Williams went down oh the bench mob was back we got this like there is something to be said with this team and yes while it it is going to be a small lineup generally that that we go to off the bench is looking at some some of the better players off the bench the energy the athleticism uh the, the getting out in transition that this team can do if they play defense at the high at the levels that we know that they can and they showed at parts last season that it, it's it's going to be a season in which I think that the Bulls are going to have to adjust in big ways, specifically with how much they trust their bench. Looking at the minutes Zach Levine played before his injury last season and even after the injury to a degree. Looking at the minutes that DeMar DeRozan played all season. If we want those legs to be fresh down the stretch of the season when we have some of our our, our biggest uh, uh, tough uh, matchups in that, at that end part of the season, the Bulls are going to have to trust and develop their depth. And that's going to be a huge thing for the Chicago Bulls is continuing to develop for people People were like, well, Patrick Williams, he needs more shots. I'm one of those people here, right? Let me be clear. Patrick Williams does need more of that. So as as we talk about that and as we discuss it and look at it, it this, this brings home that point 
even more. Vooch is going to have to hit down the shots. He's going to have to be a more consistent player than what he was for the for the majority of last season. All these things are true, and all these things, if they do happen, can go towards the Chicago Bulls being able to weather that tough storm and weather those back-to-backs a little bit tougher. What's the rest schedule going to look like for Lonzo Ball if he is ready to go? What's it going to look like for Zach Levine, who is coming off a minor knee surgery, and by all stretch and everything that we've seen and heard, he's going to be ready to go. But still, with that being said, is he going to need some rest? That means that players like Ayo Desumu, players like um, Goran Dragic, who's on this team, Alice Caruso, Javante Green, Dalen Terry to a degree as well, uh, Andre Drummond, uh, Derek Jones Jr., Marco Simonovic, Marco, what do you got for us? Because these are seasons, these are times now where we're going to need somebody to step up in big ways, insert nights, because there are going to be nights where DeMar DeRozan and Zach may not have it down the stretch. Who's going to step up? You would think that it's going to be Vooch. You would then think Patrick Williams as well, and one of the, some of the things that he's flashed. But at the end of the day, it's going to be by committee some days. We're going to need to get back to being that team that at times that we just had a contribution from somebody off the bench. And and Kobe White, what is Kobe White? Because Kobe White and his scoring, if it can be consistent, or even uh, let's not even say the consistency, on the nights that Kobe White is on is going to be even bigger for the Chicago Bulls because, yes, the, 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 the schedule is a tough schedule. The Chicago Bulls are one of only five teams with 15 sets of back-to-back. Right. And then with that, they still have the rest disadvantage more times than not. So while the path in this, I still believe in this Bulls team as a playoff. Some, you know, Joker said uh, other, uh, yesterday, asked me, well, we, we, we agree that this team's going to be a first round exit. No, we have never seen this team fully healthy. And we don't know what the additions of Andre Drummond is really going to do. We don't know what type of leaps that, that Io DeSumo or Patrick Williams can make. We don't know what type of player that Dalen Terry is really going to be on this type of team. But at the end of the day, Billy Donovan, the coaching staff, and something that I've said for a long part all throughout this offseason are going to have to adjust. It can't just be isolation ball down the stretch when things get tough. It can't be that. There are going to be absolutely games and days of that, right? There are going to be games where DeMar just has it going, and you can't stop DeMar. You keep feeding up the monster at that point. There are going to be uh, games where uh, Alice, not Alice Caruso, Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball are just shooting the ball lights out, and, and Zach is back in that mode where he just he, he knows how to pick his spots, and he, he's daring people to stop him. But at the end of the day, it's going to need to be more. Who is going to step up in a big way for the Chicago Bulls to get to that point? That's what it, that it's going to be even more. The bench is going to be a huge, important part of the Chicago Bulls team next season. So while we're talking and we've been talking about it all this offseason on what that rotation is going to look like for the Chicago Bulls, they're going to have to figure that out early. Use the lighter parts of the schedule to, to give more minutes to people. Use the games where you're facing somebody you're clearly better than to get to not have to play DeMar and Zach 35, 36 minutes. Maybe you can, you can even get them under 30 minutes. But it's going, you're going to have to develop this team. And that's something that we got away from at time. Well, let me not say we got away from that. That honestly would not be a fair statement to say that. Because Io, he, his role continued to increase now due to injury. But we're going to have to see an evolution of the Bulls and what they do. They're gonna, Lonzo needs the ball in the half court some, especially if he's healthy. He need, we need to see what he's going to be able to do because they're going to be games, especially on the number of back-to-backs where guess what? You're facing a, 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 a your, your fourth team in five nights, and this isolation ball is not going to cut it. So you're going to need that. You're going to need to see, you know, some people who think, oh, well, Io isn't going to get. No, you absolutely need to see Io get minutes that he deserves. 
You're going to need to hopefully see uh, Javante Green, who just played in the Denar Bros pro, uh, pro run. Uh, shout out to him for that, for, for balling this summer. Javante Green, you're going to need to see something from him. Are you going to need to see some of Malcolm Hill on that two-way contract? Mark, and the, one of the biggest things with this that I think really helps this Bulls lineup or helps kind of project it out a little bit more is once we know what Marco Simonovic is going to be able to give the Bulls next season. Right, you have your second round pick that you guys think very highly of, and I and I do believe you know some of the mindset that as a second round pick can you really be a bust because second round picks usually don't make it. But Marco, with the certain circumstances that he came in, he was only a second round pick because he was a European player. I guarantee you, had he played in college over here and was coming over, he would have been a first round pick. Marco Simonovic, who show, who has nothing left to learn in the G League, he showed that his offensive skill set that he can take over games, things like that. He needs to be able to give us something. If your defense isn't quite there, Marco, okay, what can you give us on the offensive and you put on this weight you are now you put on what 15 pounds of muscle is it 20 pounds of muscle something like that you put that on we need to see that big body now for the Chicago Bulls because guess what in a team and I mean in a season where we have the strength of schedule in, the, in in which we do the bench is going to have to step up big time what is that going to look like for the Chicago Bulls what's the player that comes in night in and night out and gives us a little bit more who's going to have the one that just has the hot hand that night is it going to be Javante Green some nights? Yes. Is it going to be Kobe White some nights? Yes, as much as some Bulls fans don't want to see it. Is it going to be Io DeSumo some nights? Absolutely. freaking lutely Andre Drummond and him coming off the bench, that defense, like how many extra possessions do you give the Bulls with that rebounding? It's only him and Wilt when you look at rebounds per game and that average. Really, he's up there. He's, he's and you know, some people said he's a generational rebounder, period. That There's no question about that. That is not up for discussion. But how does he work within the framework of this team? He's a little bit better of a passer, too. But if he gets the ball on offense, he can turn into a black hole at times. But with that being said, what, what, how much does that dividend pay off? And this may, we may see that it comes back that maybe the Bulls should have done more with their mid-level exception over the course of the season. If we start getting into that tough schedule down the stretch where we just run out of legs, then you have to look at the front office and say, hey, you didn't do more much this offseason. Now you see it. We need to be better prepared for the dog days of the NBA grind. And to do that, you're going to have to spend the money. Now, that's some on, on ownership as well. But, yes. Now, with that being said, with this talk about the bench and who steps up, Derrick Jones Jr. as well. Like, yeah, he showed some flashes when he's playing backup center. But, again, I need to see more for Derrick Jones Jr. Me, personally, I want to see more consistency from that because they, Derrick Jones Jr. shows a lot of flashes. And, God forbid, if Tony Bradley can be consistent as well, we'll see. But that brings me to this this topic that I want to have and then we'll debunk some rumors we'll bu we'll bust some rumors what is who is the bulls or what or what player on the bulls is is going to be the one to step up what is the biggest um what is the biggest or best kept secret when it comes to the Chicago Bulls bench. Now, this did come this from an article in Bleacher Report that they named Kobe White as potentially being the best kept secret on the Chicago Bulls. And while I initially wanted to go into that and disagree, I wanted to. Um, but when you look at what Kobe's able to bring in, in it with shooting, when it's on, right, with scoring, let me say scoring as a whole because I keep saying and I have the narrative that Kobe White is a scorer, not just a shooter. But with that being said, Kobe White absolutely could be that for the Chicago Bulls, but it's up to him to get out of his own head and be consistent and find a way to work himself into that. He has his first training camp. If Kobe White comes out of this training camp firing on all cylinders, be on the lookout for how that transforms this Chicago Bulls bench. But because of that, 
I'm not going to pick that, right? I'm not going to go with that. It's an interesting conversation. Let me know down below what do you think about Bleach Report picking Kobe White as the Chicago Bulls' best-kept secret. But I'm actually going to go with this player. I think it may be Dalen Terry. And I know that's a lot to put to put on the rookie. And we may not see the fruition of that to the end of the season. We may see where Dalen Terry, month every month, gets an increased role, increased role, more minutes, but and he's trusted a little bit more. But I think Dalen Terry has the potential to really – I don't want to say transform this bench. I don't want to say dictate this bench. But if a Dalen Terry comes on and he's able to be the defensive player and if, he, if he's able to give in a little bit more offensively, even if it's just in transition, even if it's more in dribbling and getting to the rim than it is shooting, right? I do think Dalen Terry is going to turn into a considerable shooter. I think once you get um, him working with some with a shooting coach, which the Bulls apparently don't have but may need, but with that being said, could Dalen Terry – end up being that best kept nah, best kept secret let's move on from that terminology let's say secret weapon off the bench for the chicago bulls that's a lot to put on a rookie let me be clear here there, there it's a higher chance that it's not going to happen than if it, than it actually happened i want to be clear there there is a higher probability that dalen terry is not going to play very many minutes for the chicago bulls than him to turn into this secret weapon but when you look at the raw talent of dalen terry the intensity the defense the length the getting out in transition the athleticism, the possible turnovers. What can he give us as a shooter? He's shown some flashes of shooting uh, capability, but what? how does that come along over the course of the season? But it also, looking at it, let, you know, let, let's rank it, right? Because Marco Simonovic also has a chance to be that. When you look at Marco, a three-level scorer as a seven-footer, basically. Six, six, eleven, but you guys know what I mean. Playing that power forward slash center position. Again, that's putting in a lot on a player that hasn't shown anything yet. But if one of these players hit, if Dalen Terry, and this is this is different, right? We know Patrick Williams and Io DeSumo, they can take leaps, but we know that they're going to have roles on this team. If Dalen Terry or Marco, Marco Simonovic, or God forbid both of them, shows that they can be something and be a contributor off the bench for the Chicago Bulls, Marco more with offense than trusting Marco to do anything defensively, Dalen Terry is kind of that player that's going to stuff the stat sheet, maybe not get you 15 points, but may get you – Eight points, six rebounds, six assists, a couple of steals, and a couple of blocks, right? And I'm not saying averages for the season. I'm just saying over the course of games, he can get you stuff like that. Having players like that off the bench, Marco Simonovic, who may be able to come in and fill it up and give you 12 off the bench, you got to see if he can do it on the NBA level can completely transform this Chicago Bulls mention when we're talking about the lack of rest, when we're talking about the number of back-to-backs, when we're talking about the strength of schedule, having players that show up like that, even if it's every 10 games, can be huge and paying dividends on nights where your starters may just not have it or you may just need that player to step up. And hopefully they turn into that for the Chicago Bulls. And that's what I'm looking for. How does this coaching staff develop that? What is the plan for Marco? What is the plan for Dalen Terry? Those plans matter. And they matter even more. Again, the Bulls, are they going to win a title this year? That's slim to none. But in the continual growth of this team, in the continual building blocks of this team, and they continue hopefully now to, to trying to get out the first round, you need players like that to step up. Who's going to be it if we get one for the Chicago Bulls is the question. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Last topic of the day. Oh, no, not last topic because we still ought to also talk about where the Bulls rank in the Central Division. We'll end it on that, though. Nikola Vucevic, it's been rumors that, that – the Heat are now interested in Nikola Vucevic. We debunked this over on Locked on Bulls, so I'm going to bring it over here. This all originally, there's like four layers of this, devolved from an article in which 
Somebody was interviewed and they just said, hey, I talked to an NBA exec, random NBA exec. Anytime you hear that, that just means it's speculative. And they brought up, hey, you know, if there's something, if there is something to be made of this Nikola Vucevic trade, if there is interest from the Heat, Duncan Robinson's probably going to be involved in that trade. And that turned into, oh, the Bulls are the Miami Heat are trying to pursue Nikola Vucevic for Duncan Robinson. It's not happening, people. It's not realistic. Listen, you got your rumor for the day. That was the joke of the day. Go ahead and laugh and move on. It's not happening. Go and like always do your research. Always look at these things levels deep. It started at heavy.com. Like it's it's nothing. It's a lot of news about nothing. But with the conversation of the Bulls, like looking at where where can or, should, or will the Bulls rank amongst their central division um opponents this season? We already know the Milwaukee Bucks should be very well. They're they're going to probably win. The, they're going to win the division, right? They're going to be favorites. They should be everything else like that. Not defending champions anymore, but you know they did get eliminated a little bit earlier in the playoffs. But again, when you got a generational player in Giannis Antetokounmpo, you're you're probably going to win the division. So that leaves the rest, right? What's the pecking order in the Central Division after the Milwaukee Bucks? And our closest competitor, I would say. Is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the Detroit Pistons, I love the D. Let me be clear here. I love the Detroit Pistons roster. And I love what they're doing. But because they're so young, let's see how let's see how it comes across. We've seen, we've been that team, that young, scrappy team that just seems to beat teams that have been around for, for longer and may sneak away in the playoffs and get interest. I think the Detroit Pistons are going to be one of those teams that while they may not win a lot of games, that they're going to be in a lot of close games over the season. But the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Chicago Bulls, and oh, listen, the Indiana Pacers, I'm, they're, they're last in the division, so we're not going to talk much about them. But the, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Chicago Bulls are probably going to be jockeying for that second best team in the Central Division, probably also jockeying for the same playoff positioning as well. Now, they got, they, they got 44 wins last season, only two less than what we did, but we know how everything went that season. This young team... In, 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 in historically our rivals, in, in Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro, like, the team is only going to get better. I think. They're going to take leaps. They added Ochi Ibaje, right? They still got Mar uh, Laurie Markin in there. They brought back Ricky Rubio. So what's going, like, that's going to be an interesting matchup for the Chicago Bulls, but I still think, I look at the Chicago Bulls roster, I look at what we have on this, and I still, I don't think that the, we're going to be able to stay ahead of the Cleveland Cavaliers, who we beat three out of four times last season, by the way. Let's go ahead and make sure. Yes, Evan Mobley did play really good against Vooch, but we still came out on the better end of those of the, of those matchups. But you got to be on the lookout for that young, scrappy team. So the question that I'm going to ask to you guys, are the Chicago Bulls going to still finish second in the Central Division? Do you think that the Cleveland Cavaliers have done enough or are going to do enough to pass us up? But I'm really excited to look at this matchup. The Central Division is actually going to be a pretty fun team to watch. I think, like I said, four out of the five teams in the Central Division, I think, are going to be tough teams, tough games for, for opponents to play. And it's going to be interesting to see, like, how it all shakes out. I would not be surprised if the Detroit Pistons end up with a winning record over one of the teams in the division while having a worse record overall. The Central Division is going to be fun to watch. And we're starting there. We're going to talk about the Eastern Conference some next week. But the Central Division is going to be a fun division to watch and just see how it works, especially considering everything that we just named. They have a lot of uh, interesting young players over there. It's, 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 the Central Division is a fun division to watch, and it is our division. We get to have a lot of matches. We're going to play 12 games between the Milwaukee Bucks, Cleveland Cavaliers, and Detroit Pistons, and those are going to be a fun 12 games at that. Let me know down below, who do you think can come out uh, in the second, in the in the uh, in the Central Division, and do you think there's a chance that a team may take that Central Division crown from the Milwaukee Bucks? Let me know all that down below. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. You are the best part of the show. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. 
You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, you can uh, send us any text and our voicemails for our Saturday mailback episodes, which is tomorrow, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys and like I like to end everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.